Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Are you excited as me to walk through this course, Contagiously Confident? I'm super pumped. I think this little mini series is going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to see uh, the steps that you take in your own confidence, in your own business, in your own life over the next uh, week. So if you did not listen to the podcast yesterday, I'm going to ask you to just hit pause, go to that episode, listen in, and then jump back over here to this episode. These next five days, starting yesterday, are going to build upon each other. And at the end, you'll have a completed uh, little mini series, a completed uh, course. So you're going to want to go to tinapettis.com forward slash confidence and download that worksheet. That worksheet is going to be one that we are going to use uh, every single day in a lot of detail. And honestly, uh, it will be a little bit difficult to even walk through uh, these episodes without having that sheet in front of you. So go to Tina Pettis, that's Tina with an E.com forward slash confidence to grab that up. Okay. So let's dive in. I'm going to assume you have your worksheet sitting right in front of you. Now, if this is your first time uh, listening to the podcast or, you know, just being introduced to me, hi, I'm Tina and I do this podcast to be able to help female entrepreneurs, uh, even more specifically Christian female entrepreneurs that want to see more success in their business and that they want to be, you know, and my goal is that I want to help them be more confident uh, in their business so that they can see more success. Awesome, right? Can it be any better than that? So I'm going to rewind a tiny bit and just share a little bit of my story so you know what got me uh, here and why I'm so passionate about this topic. So about Um, about 13 years ago, which seems just crazy to even say, maybe it's even closer to 14. I had uh, this crazy idea to leave corporate. And I I knew that it wasn't going to be, you know, to work for anyone else that I was going to start my own thing. And the topic actually uh, got brought up on the way home from our family cabin, we were, you know, leaving on a Sunday and guess what? I had to work at my job on Monday. And I don't know about you, if you've had this experience or not, uh, but if you have worked in corporate, um, and maybe you are not super happy in it, uh, you may experience the same exact feeling. I actually became, uh, you know, started to not even like Sundays because I knew Monday was coming. 
And it just kind of gives me this like pit in my stomach to even think about uh, those moments that that car ride, even um, frequently back from the cabin was kind of depressing, like the weekend's over. And now I need to go back into quote unquote reality. And it was my reality at that time. And I turned to my husband and I was just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And I had a really, I had a really great job. It paid the bills. Um, you know, I enjoyed it to an extent, uh, but it, it just, again, wasn't checking. It wasn't fulfilling me really whatsoever. (laughs) And he said this, you know, one phrase to me that has just been one of the strongest, most amazing phrases that honestly anyone has ever really said to me is he said, babe, you are too talented to sit in a cubicle. And you know, over the last, you know, over decade, he said things like this to me many times that have really just uh, stuck with me and, and helped me make decisions and help me evolve and see me for, for me. And so a couple months later, I put in my two week notice. A lot of people were surprised, including my parents, <laughs> uh, my boss, everyone, because people just didn't leave this uh, particular corporation. And I did, I left and I started my own business called Tenacious. And through that time, I actually realized I actually kind of created a job for myself. I went to an office still, um, you know, I had regular duties that I, that I had to do no matter what. And fast forward a little bit more and I found doTERRA. Now, many of you that listen to the podcast for a while know that I'm obsessed with the network marketing space. Uh, because of the flexibility and freedom that it can give you when you've put in uh, the work. And I I really want to make sure that you hear me when you put in the work. It's not a get rich quick program. It is a business or it can be a business. So that gets me to where I'm at now. One of the reasons why I I really uh, had some apprehension in stepping into network marketing is that I saw many people fail. And, you know, when I look back, it wasn't even just failing. It was just not going all out. But at this point I thought, you know, kind of failing, not being able to really get the wheels turning, really get it in motion, you know, and it it bugged me because I did not want to do anything kind of halfway. I'm an all in. And I, I hadn't seen a lot of that Um, as an example for myself. And I thought, God, there is something to this. There is some reason why people are not moving forward in their business. And I realized after researching and trying to figure out like, what did I have that maybe others didn't have? Why was I able to, you know, produce and create a successful business when other people had struggled? Was it systems? Was it, you know, the way um, my personality was it? you know, I could kind of go on and on. And what I came down to it being was confidence. And yesterday I went over quite a bit of how I kind of walked through that and and developed that and, you know, figured that piece out. Um, But today I'm going to unpack what I figured out then business uh, that each one of us needs a bit more to help raise up our confidence. Okay. So first things first, I hope you have the download uh, downloaded and printed. Uh, You can grab that up again at tinapettis.com forward slash confidence. So first off on the community uh, week one page, uh, you're going to see your why. So 
here we are. We're going to write it down. And I want you to more than likely, you're not going to be feeling this out completely while you're listening to this podcast, unless you're going to hit pause, which is totally cool too. But you're going to take your time on this. Um, I want this to be something that you can go back to, right? When things get tough, uh, you can go back to when um, it doesn't feel super great <laughs> what you are doing, right? I mean, I guess you could do this in the corporate job too, but um, I really want you to understand why do you do what you do? And, you know, maybe every, you know, offer even you have in your business, you have a different why. I do. In, in doTERRA, I have two different whys. I have the product side and I have the business side. And I absolutely love helping people find natural solutions for things. And a lot of times your why is what makes you angry. Um, and you turn it obviously into a positive. Like it, it, it makes me actually like hurts my soul when I see people choosing options that are just not healthy for them from, you know, a shamrock shake at McDonald's, uh, you know, to even ibuprofen or Tylenol, uh, when there is a better solution. Right. And so this isn't a phase to like drop all this, um, shame or guilt or anything on you. Uh, but that is really what fuels, uh, my excitement, uh, in my business to help customers be able to make better, better decisions and better options. Uh, when you know better, you do better, right? And and you take action. On the business side, uh, my why is a little bit of what I already discussed at the beginning here is that I want to help female business owners succeed, like really, really see success to be able to achieve their goals and be able to have the right pieces in place, right? To do that, to help them with the confidence in their business to do that. So take some time and write down and really develop out your why. There are so many different um, things that you can walk through to kind of figure this out. Uh, one of the things that I highly recommend is listening to Simon Sinek. He has an entire um, um, TED talk on this particular topic. I will link it in the show notes. Next up is your personal expectations. So here the thing is, is I want you to even think about this over the next month. Maybe it's over the next, you know, two, three months. What is your personal expectation uh, for yourself? So jot down, you know, the time um, that you are, you know, going to put this wrap a goal around and put in there um, the goal and then the date basically of completion. So it's like time plus goal equals date of completion. Um, we've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast and working a goal backwards. This is important. And don't set this expectation too high. Uh, there's a lot of times where I will be working with a leader and, you know, they want to go to the top, <laughs> you know, in the next year. And you're like, okay, how much time do you have to de dedicate to this? If you tell me you have five hours to dedicate to this business, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that it's going to take a little bit longer uh, to get there um, than if you told me you have all 40, right? Or even beyond. Um, it does take time to get it going, any business you're in. Next up, yesterday I mentioned on the podcast, I want you to take your strengths test. I think it's so important that you know your strengths. And I mean, if for some reason you kind of, you know, are pushing against that and you don't want to, then you could just highlight 
descriptor, descriptor words of who you are and then who you're not. So if you did get your strengths, you would fill in these five as your top five strengths and the bottom, your bottom five strengths, right? And so I can now by memory tell you uh, what my top five strengths are and their communication strategy, um, futuristic activator. And did I say competition, competition, communication and competition. I always like mess up which order those are in. Um, but those are my top five and actually in no particular order. I never remember the exact uh, order, but those are my top five strengths. So I know that anytime I choose something or I do something, it's going to be based on these strengths. And I also enjoy coaching and helping my leaders, uh, really step into their strengths as well. And then we know what you're not. And so you can look at and see, hey, here's who I am not. Now, if you're not going to take the strengths test, you will still be able to figure out, you know, a little bit of like, hey, here's what makes me, you know, who I am. Here's what I am not, right? Next up, who do you need? So I believe that these people in your life are incredibly necessary. So I'm just going to walk through them. And what I'd like you to do on this worksheet is to write down uh, people that come to mind. And you don't have to take too much time in this, uh, but you can take as much as you want. Uh, these are important to know who they are. They just are. Because there's many times in your life that you're going to need each one of these people. The first one is a self-esteem team. Uh, I got this uh, um, idea at a, a business conference that I was at a number of years ago, and uh, called Spark and Hustle, actually, with Tori Johnson. And this uh, first, you know, kind of concept of this was whenever you're going to work on a project or maybe write a book or, you know, just do something really big is to have a team of people behind you that can like completely lift up your self-esteem, right? Boost your confidence level and, and help you as you go forward. If you have people that like think it's funny to make fun of you, which I've totally had that in my life um, or push you down, that's not gonna be your people as you're moving forward with a goal uh, in your business or life. And so who's part of your self-esteem team? Like, let's just pretend you're gonna write a book. And as you are writing this book, you needed a cheering squad behind you. Who would be on that cheering squad? Who would you say, oh, if I had these three people, if I had these five people and I would let them know, hey, I'm writing a book and I'd love for you to you know, cheer me on and help hold me accountable. Who would they be? So if you're not thinking about writing a book, totally fine. Just apply it to however you can. Next up is the extrovert connector. <laughs> Well, this is me, and uh, I may be on a lot of your lists. That's totally fine. Uh, but having someone that is connected, meaning they have a wide and vast network of people that they know, they're the people that you'd say, hey, do you know a painter um, in the area? Or, hey, do you know um, where I could find a good travel agent? Yes, they still exist. And yes, they're necessary. But who is that? A person in your life that you can go to. And maybe it's you, um, but it'd be really awesome if you knew a few more, even if it's you. Number three, someone that's gone before you, I would call them a mentor. Now, this may be someone that is in your life right now in the flesh, like you meet with, you connect with, um, specifically a business mentor, 
or it may be someone that doesn't even know your name, which is totally fine. And I say that because it could be someone that has a podcast. It could be me. Um, it could be someone that has a podcast. that's really just been guiding you through your business and you're letting them just fill, fill your mind because you really like the way they do business. Number four is the friend that can put on the counselor hat. <laughs> I have a couple of these. And when I say put on the counselor hat, what I mean is that you can call them and say, hey, I, I actually don't need the friend hat. Um, I don't need the business partner hat. I need the counselor hat. <laughs> I need you to really give, give it to me, right? Um, really share with me um, what I need to hear, the hard stuff. And then last but not least, you need the 3AMer. So what does that mean? The 3AMer is the person that you could call at any time of the night and they would pick up and they'd be ready to help you with whatever you have going on in your life. No questions asked. You might be thinking, what if I have one person that kind of fits into every one of these categories? That's totally fine. That might be the case. I also have another podcast called the five people you need in your life. which is a little bit different flavor than this because it's not just specific to business, but I highly recommend listening to it. I've dropped it in the show notes. So moving on to the next question, you can probably imagine uh, that you're not going to finish this uh, worksheet like in a couple seconds, it's going to take some time. That's the whole point. Uh, I want you to think on these things and, and really um, walk away with filled out sheets and a complete plan um, to really move forward in your business confidently. This next one is a really big one. And this is about who you want in your world. Now I broke it down to say, you know, let's put it in a three word, you know, descriptor, right? So you could easily say, uh, for me, driven, faith-filled woman. And this was in relation specifically to this contagiously confident uh, program that I did. Um, but for you, um, or but for me now, it could be a little bit different, right? Um, and it actually is. And so, like I said, with every single offer that you have, you're going to probably write down different um, descriptors for each one of those areas. So really what we're doing here is developing out your niche or your client avatar, um, whatever you want to call that. And so you're going to, I left like a really big space here for you to just kind of jot all the things down. And I'm going to walk through like my client avatar, um, specifically when I'm looking for leaders in this business. So she's female. Uh, she's married. She lives in the Midwest, uh, more than likely in the country, but not too far away from the town. She has some land. She currently has a company that is bringing in about $250,000, but she doesn't pay herself a whole lot because she's investing it back into her business a ton. She is a business owner already, and she's passionate about what she does. And she stepped into it without a lot of planning. Uh, she was just excited. She's known other people that have maybe done it before, and she wants to do it again. She is a Christian. She attends church, and she belongs to one. Um, does she get there all the time? No, but it is a part of her priorities. She uh, loves her marriage and her family, and this is a big focus, although her business has taken a lot of time away from what's most important to her. And she wants that time back. She loves books and she wishes she made more time to read them and also go and apply them 
They stack up on her desk and they don't always get read, but she loves purchasing them and the idea of the concept of these books. She doesn't have any major guilty pleasures, but from time to time, she'll splurge and listen or watch a uh, interesting series. She doesn't flip through magazines and uh, she just simply doesn't make the time for it. Uh, she is a complete biz boss. That's who she will follow is other people that are also doing the same thing. That's who she looks up to and who she feels the most connected to. And in her free time, guess what she does? She works. Does it sound like you? <laughs> uh, and sometimes she'll go down that scroll hole of social media and spend a little time just not thinking about anything. Her guilty pleasures, honestly, are chocolate and yoga pants, athletic gear, like crazy. She idolizes no one, but loves to follow people in business that have inspired her. You guys, I could keep going and going and going, but I think you get the point. This is a time for you to just dive in to who this person is. You might be thinking, well, how do I figure that out? You're really thinking of your dream client your dream customer. Who are they? Like, what are some of the issues that they have? What are the, some of the things that just like get them excited and how do they spend their time? Why is this important? We're going to get into this on, um, on another episode this week on content and developing content when you know who you're speaking to is as easy as it gets truly does. When people are stuck on um, content and that's breaking down their confidence, it's because they do not know who they're speaking to. Have you felt this? Uh, because that's real important that you step into it. We're going to go into the next question. The next and final question here is we're going to have to be a little bit bold uh, in, in business. And being in bold in business uh, is really honestly about conversations a lot of times. And I'll share this one example, uh, actually two examples with you, one from my marketing company and one from, um, from doTERRA. So at Tenacious, at my very first client, it was kind of scary. <laughs> I remember going to the first meeting and wondering, what should I be prepared with? Like, I've never done this before. I really don't even know what my packages are for my business. And so I hurried up and I printed up this little sheet and I, I actually just found it the other day. It just makes me laugh. And uh, it was broken down into three different parts. I had like, I called it walk, jog, run. And those are the ways to work with us. So there's different packages, like slow to fast, right? A little to a lot. Um, and I remember the client being like, I don't really get the like walk, jog, run analogy. And was like, yeah, either do I. <laughs> and I just laughed to myself. Anyways, I landed the client just like, you know, to kind of let you know, um, disclaimer, right? Um, but I had to ask them to be a client. Like they didn't come seeking me out, right? I had to put myself out there and have that bold ask. And it, I landed this client. They really were a big part of my success in the beginning of my business and gave me a ton of confidence. Now, the first person might not say yes. And that's totally fine. And actually maybe sometimes better <laughs> getting that first big no out of the way, uh, maybe just fantastic. Now move on, uh, to my doTERRA business. 
I uh, knew what it took to really launch this business. I knew what it took to have a strong foundation in this business. And a part of that was asking people to do this business right alongside of me. Most of the time, people don't typically just jump right in to this business or into being your client. Uh, They need a poke and more than likely an ask. And so I reached out to three people in my life, uh, three different people in different areas of my life and said, hey, would you do this with me? And I will say, I'm not sure any of the three, maybe one, one of the three would have said yes um, or would have asked me to do it with me. And the other two needed to be invited. And most people need to be invited, Um, invited to be your customer, your client, your business partner. They need to be asked. This is um, actually research says the majority of our world is needing to be invited. They are not the inviter or the one to just attend or do or say yes um, without being asked. I mean, this kind of goes like for anything, right? Like you're not going to just generally show at someone, show up at someone's house uh, without being asked. This goes with any, a lot of things, right? So I want you to schedule a time on your calendar where you're going to reach out uh, to people right now and reach out to them about being a customer a client or a business partner. Um, chances are they already love you. Like it's totally fine. Um, to kind of use people, you know, in the beginning to, to ask, um, it's not going to probably be a cold call or anything, <laughs> uh, in that space you are going to, um, yeah, you're going to ask people that already are a part of your world. Okay. So I'm feeling the need to dive in a little bit more in the, who you want in your world. Cause I do know people get stuck on this. And one of the reasons that people get stuck in this is because they feel like if I niche down too small, then I'll eliminate people and that won't be good. So I want you to think about this question. If all my people were blank, I would love working each and every day. I can say, if all my people were already motivated and doing their own thing and passionate about a business themselves, about earning money, changing lives, and they had a clientele, I would love working each and every day. I have examples of that in my business already, so it's a little bit easier for me to see that, but that's more of who I want in my world. Who do you intend to serve with your offerings or your products? You have to understand them. You need to know where they're coming from and what are their needs. What are you going to fulfill for them? For me, I know that my ideal client is like all happy on the outside and business looks good from the outside, but in the inside, she's basically dying inside because if people, she thinks if people only knew what is behind the scenes as I'm struggling to pay my gas bill or electric or whatever it is, right? And the thing is, is you can't help everyone. It's just simply too broad. Uh, There's so many examples of this, but oftentimes I remember showing up at networking events where people would say, I help anyone that breathes or anyone with skin. And although that may sound kind of funny, it's actually really silly. I don't want to help anyone that breathes in my business. Um, I really want to work specifically with the people that like bring me joy and that I can relate to. A lot of times we'll find that our ideal client is just a couple steps behind where we are 
saying we were there in the past with them at one point. There are truly like subcultures in all areas of business and, uh, and life. And so dive into those little like minute areas and become a customer expert. One store that I have uh, researched a bit, I'm just so intrigued by it because it's, it's so unique. It is like no other uh, business and it's a clothing store called Anthropology. Um, clothing and accessories, uh, some home stuff. And uh, one article, and I'll link it in the show notes. Um, it's actually a really old article and it's so funny how old it is because it's so applicable still today. They've held true to their brand and it's worked for them. And if you haven't been in an anthropology store, um, I will walk you through it just a little bit. When you walk in, it's an experience. It has a feeling and you just know, like if you hadn't seen the sign on the door, you would know if you'd been in anthropology before and you came again, you would know you're in the right spot from season to season, uh, from month to month, from store to store, all across the, uh, the nation, it's the same. And uh, this article that you're more than welcome to read, but I'm going to pull a couple of things out of it for you, is this article, they discuss that every one of their employees understands their ideal customer and they can tell you it at any point. Now, I kind of want to challenge uh, this <laughs> theory and go ask someone um, in the store, but I actually believe them uh, because you feel the same from store to store to store. And this was the line that I love because they are getting in the mind of their community, in their customer's mind. And they're saying that their customer would actually say this statement, which I love. It says, I can't pick up my children or sit through a meeting in low rise jeans, but I'm not nearly ready for an elastic waistband. It makes me giggle a little bit. And if you know anthro and you can just kind of picture that, right? Like this is a mom. It's a mom who is not going to wear low rise jeans, right? But isn't old enough to wear elastic waistband, right? She fits right in the middle. You can, you can start to picture her. I want you to picture your person. And then I want you to name them. I want you to tell me what their name is like in detail. And so funny, I actually just found a sheet back from my days uh, at Tenacious where we walked through like all three of our client avatars and they just kind of cracked me up seeing their names and the things that we said that they purchased or that they did. And honestly, if I still had that company today, it would absolutely have the same type of avatar. So I hope that week one slash session one of this mini series uh, was helpful for you, that you were able to just grab lots of uh, content out of this and really start seeing who it is that you need in your life to help you and help boost that confidence um, actually in all areas of your life. So this has been super fun to be able to hang out with you. Um, I'm going to encourage you again to go to tinapettis.com forward slash confidence so that you can grab up this worksheet if you haven't already. And let's carry on this conversation. Uh, jump over to your email. Hi at tinapettis.com is my email. I would love to hear from you. And if you downloaded this worksheet, you're actually going to receive a few emails from me specifically uh, with the content from this mini series and beyond. 
So I can't wait to continue that conversation and we will chat soon.